Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Happy Labor Day. Speaking of jobs, the judge who is going to appoint a special master obviously does not know her fucking job very well. Doesn't understand the assignment at all. But is this really a surprise? I mean, no one should be really surprised that this judge... Breaking news, by the way. The the judge in the document-stealing case where the former guy stole our top-secret documents and harbored them, and then obstructed justice, and still is obstructing justice because there's empty folders, so those documents are fucking somewhere. They're somewhere. I don't know if he ate them. I don't know if he flushed them down the toilet. I don't know if he put them in a casket somewhere, or he sold them. I have no idea. But we we need to get to the bottom of this. Why he had our documents, and what the fuck happened to them. Why did you steal them? Why did you harbor them? Why did you keep them unsafe? And why did you get... Where the fuck are they in those fucking empty folders? Where are they? Where are the fucking documents, you piece of shit? But the judge... (laughs) The judge down in Florida, the Trump-appointed judge... I don't know what she was given for this. Maybe she was given (laughs) an an hors d'oeuvre of classified documents. It's possible. You know, maybe she likes ketchup, too. She has appointed a special master, which is irrelevant, really. Don't freak out about this. Because here's the thing, is the FBI taint team has already done this job. So if this special master is appointed, this special master cannot go outside the bounds of the law. And any special master here is going to understand the law better than this judge. I understand it better than this judge, and I'm not even a fucking attorney. And really, I think this opens Trump up to to more criminal liability here. To have someone else say, yeah, you shouldn't add these fucking documents. Like, there's a few things in here that are attorney-client privilege, but the FBI has already sorted that out. I mean, how how is it going to look when a special master that's appointed by a Trump judge because Trump wanted the special master goes, yeah, they're doing their job. They did their job. They did their job. They made sure that anything that was privileged inside those boxes was separated and isn't used as quote-unquote evidence because he's under criminal investigation. That's the other thing that is absolutely bonkers, batshit crazy that this country does not understand. This guy is under criminal investigation, not just in Florida, for stealing top secret for espionage. He is, he is under criminal investigation at January 6th for obstructing an official proceeding. Treason. He's under investigation in New York for financial crimes. Him and his fucking Trump org 
oh, well, he's not indicted yet, yet, yet. That's the deal with Alan Weisselberg. The judge made the deal with Alan Weisselberg, says, you're going to sing, bitch. You're going to sing. And in Georgia, this guy's under criminal investigation. Look, this is fucking ridiculous that these Nazis get to have some kind of rally in wherever the fuck they were. I guess it was Pennsylvania. They had the other the other Hitler on stage, Mastriano. Is that his fucking name? This guy, this fucking white supremacist, this QAnon white supremacist. He's an insurrectionist too, by the way. Who's going to get his fucking ass kicked by Shapiro. The same way Dr. Oz is going to get dunked in the trash by Fetterman. Because the American people are sick of this fucking garbage. They're sick of it. They're sick of you fucking MAGA fascist criminals coming out and telling us what the fuck we're going to do. Enough of this shit. Especially on a day like today, Labor Day. The fascist has never, never been for labor. They've always been for the corporations. They always will be. And the American people are waking up to this nonsense that somehow they're populist. They are not populist. They are not. They're fear mongers. They want to control you. They want to control your labor. They want to control your body. They want to control your marriage. They want to control your parenting. They want to control your education. They want to control everything. That's what fascists do. They want to control your religion. All of it. Think about it. Think about it. That's what they want to do. They want to tell you what the fuck to do. And it doesn't play well with Americans. That's not populism, folks. That's not even close. They're disguising it as that. Because they're like, oh, I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say that I'm a fascist bounces off me and sticks to you, Joe Biden. Really dumb. It's really stupid. It's really fucking stupid. And then, (laughs) speaking of the I'm rubber, you're glue defense, this morning, Marco Rubio says that the case at Mar-a-Lago is about storage. No, dummy. It's not about storage. You're a dumb motherfucker. You are a dumb motherfucker. Here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say this is about storage of documents. Because that's really, honestly, when you boil down the email lady case, why they were so fucking upset, that was a storage issue. That literally was a storage issue. And she fixed the storage issue. She handed over where she had those emails, the, the all the, the emails about the fucking wedding cake and the wedding planning. She handed that over in the server. And there was one, one email, three that were questionable, one that had a was confidential marking that was wrong. This motherfucker stole our top secret documents that have human assets on it. The more I think about this, the more I believe the reason why Donald Trump, because he doesn't know what these documents are. Come on. You really think this motherfucker didn't take briefings unless it had his name on it. Unless they told the story and it, it had a coloring book page with a Sharpie. And it had to have his name all over. It had to be about him. These secret, top secret documents, these confidential documents, aren't some rando documents. They're not. They're two things. They're either A, about him, 100%, full stop, 
They're about him. They're investigations, confidential information that was given, classified information that was given from sources overseas about him and his fucking family and his fucking organization. And it's also documents that someone wants that he can sell. He never does anything that doesn't benefit him. Jesus Christ, you look at his fucking Nazi rally this weekend. His pity party. What a little fucking bitch. Getting on stage and whining that you committed crime and you're being held accountable. Fuck out of here, man. Oh, they broke into my house. They didn't break into your house, dummy. There was a warrant. It was a search warrant, you fucking idiot. Go go have that out in court. About about your fucking rights. Not not on stage whining and crying that you're being held held accountable for crime that you committed. When the entire country knows you committed this crime because it's not hard, it's not a far stretch. I don't even need to know that the information that this motherfucker stole only benefited him. You don't even need to fucking guess that. Why else would he take this shit? Mementos? Top secret information for mementos? Get the fuck out of here. And then this 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 piece of shit floats the idea that it was for his library. Well, even in a library situation, which you are not going to get a library, motherfucker, if we have anything to do about it. That should be one thing that we as a people do not put up with. Our democracy should not afford this treasonous piece of shit a fucking building with his goddamn name on it. Fuck him. All his records can live in Washington at NARA. Put them down in the fucking basement and bury them somewhere. Fuck them. But they don't put these type of documents in a presidential library until they're actually declassified. Meaning they go through the actual process so NARA can move them from custody of of the archive in Washington and in the safety of Washington where they're supposed to be stored, Marco Rubio. He stole them and then changed custody to a library. That's the fucking documents that Obama, that he's bitching about Obama. They have to fucking be sure that they're stored and, and in the proper manner, in the proper place. Because if you just take them, that's stealing. That's stealing. Because they're our documents. They're ours. It's our fucking shit. Not yours. Even if, even if documents end up in a library somewhere with the president's name on it. Like the Obama library or the Bush library or the Clinton library. That is still not theirs. They don't own it. We do. It's our building. It's ours, not theirs. This is really fun. We got to get this through his thick fucking skull and get it through the rest of the country's skull. Because that's the one thing that is the disconnect here. Fuck the special master. Fuck that judge. Really, honestly, fuck if he's going to get indicted before the midterms. This guy's getting indicted on this thing. There's no question he's going to pay the price for what he's done here because it's much bigger than even what we know at this point. And the main thing is those missing fucking folders are the missing documents out of the fucking folders. I believe that's, <laughs> that's the case that they, that's the reason why they went there. 
in such a fucking hurry. Because they realized this son of a bitch was giving these things away, selling these motherfuckers, or destroying them. Want some of those things could it could be all those things. Because again, there's no fucking way. You can't convince me. You can't convince me that he took documents that didn't benefit him. No way. No way did he pack up shit that didn't benefit him personally. At least that was his view of it. That was his view of how he decided which top secret documents he was going to steal from us. So here we are. Again, and I don't think it matters about this special master. I frankly think that this special master shit only only makes the case worse for him. It only shows the corruption that this guy has continued to be involved in with the court. With this fucking Trump-appointed judge Cannon. It is only going to reveal, when they do get a special master appointed, that, yeah... It, the FBI did what they were supposed to do over the last three weeks. They actually separated out all the privileged stuff. We're not going to, you know, have the privileged stuff in the evidence. They did the correct thing. The FBI did their job. The rest of this stuff is evidence, I think, is what's going to happen. Unless this judge just takes over and appoints, you know, Rudy Giuliani as a special man. Well, don't knock on wood. Don't give them too many ideas, right? <laughs> oh, my God. But they're going to act like this is a fucking victory, right? They're going to go out there and act like it's a victory. He's probably posting about it on Fraud Social right now. About how it's a big victory that they got a special master. Ha, 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 nan, nan, boo-boo, stick your head and doo-doo. Which only shows that he doesn't know what a special master is in the first place. He didn't know what it was. Had no clue. If they really fucking knew, if him and his attorneys knew what a special master was, they would have requested it while the FBI was still at his fucking home. Gathering up all the boxes of fucking information that he stole from our government. Because that's the standard procedure here. When a box has shit in it that is stolen from our government, it doesn't matter what else is in the box. They take the fucking box. They don't sort the box there on the scene. They take the fucking box. Once they know it has shit that was stolen in it. They take the box. Because it's all evidence. Because it's all touching the shit he stole. It really is not complicated to understand. But him and the Mogladites at his Nazi rally this weekend had no fucking clue. No fucking clue. And we have some great footage from this rally. Holy shit. Holy shit, do we have some great videos from this rally this weekend. This fucking Nazi rally. This MAGA fascist rally. Because that's what they are. And keep coming at them. You know, it really is... <laughs> it really is telling. When you call a right-wing white supremacist, white Christian nationalist, when you call him a fascist, and you're like, oh, that hurts my feelings. I'm upset. I'm offended. It only is telling... That you are a fascist. Why would you be upset to be called a fascist if you're not one? Like, if someone called me a fascist, which I've had that happen before. People have called me a fascist. And I don't get upset or offended. I'm not offended. I'm not upset. It, because I'm not one. 
I, I, you call me Nazi fascist all day long, and it really isn't going to affect me. I don't give a shit because I'm, I'm not one. I'm not a Nazi. I'm not a fascist, but you are. I'm a liberal. I believe in liberal democracy. I'm pro-democracy. I believe people should have their voice heard. Speaking of that, being Labor Day, we see now this year, in this moment in time, this Labor Day, we've had, we have now more people who support labor unions in this country than, than years past. Because they want democracy. They want it. This country wants democracy. They want their fucking voices heard. And the more these fucking MAGA fascists, like these boneheads that showed up at this fucking Nazi rally this weekend and hailed Marjorie Taylor Greene. What the fuck was she there for? She did, She's not from the state of Pennsylvania. Why the fuck is she there? Is he, is he trying to find a running mate? Hmm. 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 I wonder. I wonder if he's trying to find a running mate. Good luck. They're pro- they're both criminals. They'll probably both end up in federal prison before you know it. Before 2024. I don't know. I'm just saying uh, it's probably not a good idea to select someone who's accused of being a pipe bomber to uh, to be your vice presidential running mate, especially when you're you know indicted on federal charges in three different states. Probably not a good idea. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Especially if she's indicted on federal charges. This is really fucking stupid. <laughs> and then they go, they have an insurrection. It's Dan, Dan Mastriano. Is that his name? Mastriano. Am I saying that right? Mussolini. Is that how you say that? He kind of even looks like Mussolini, doesn't he? And fucking fascist. Uh, <laughs> so he was on stage too, because it's Pennsylvania. So of course, of course the Pennsylvanian um, Nazi shows up at the Nazi rally, but I don't know. I don't know if Dr. Oz made it over from New Jersey or not. I don't know if he, he, he caught a car or caught a train over from New Jersey and uh, uh, made it to the rally. I'm not really sure. I didn't see any footage of Dr. Oz. He must've been busy. He must've been busy in the state that he actually lives in. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So we're going to watch, we're going to watch a lot of video uh, from the rally uh, also, I, I got to show you this video of the good liars. Uh, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant video. Absolutely brilliant video from the good liars from the from the rally uh, this weekend. Uh, <laughs> I've watched it several times and I can't stop laughing every time I, I watch it because these people that they're talking to just are fucking just clueless. Clueless. Of their boneheadery. And they're going to continue this this nonsense. You're going to see this because we see it with uh, CNN. They have a new head at CNN. CNN is pushing this MAGA shit. OPEC this morning is scared of dropping oil prices, so they're going to they're going to stave off production. Corporations are are really scared, folks. Corporations are scared. The fascists are scared, and the reason why they're scared is because this country is fucking decided we want democracy. They watched Kansas say no to taking away women's bodily autonomy and taking away people's rights. Kansas said, fuck no. In New York's 19th and another place that has been read before, they said, absolutely not. We are not electing a fucking fascist Republican. No hell in way. In Alaska, in Alaska, a Democrat wins the first time in almost 50 years. 
because Republicans are fascist. Even Sarah Palin, the fucking the mama bear, the the lipstick lady. I don't know. We, we were talking about this the other day. The lipstick line. I guess it's mo- hockey mom, whatever. I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, Sarah Palin couldn't even win that race. She couldn't even fucking win that race. I'm telling you, they're terrified. They're fucking terrified. The world's like, oh, shit. What's going to happen if everyone in democracies stand up and actually vote pro-democracy? And they vote for people who are pro-democracy to set policies, to set pro-democracy policies. We're fucked. God, we're going we're gonna to have to pay more in taxes. These people are going to have fucking rights. Oh, my God. They're going to want paid more. They're going to want better fucking health care. They're going to want all this stuff. They're going to want better roads, better communities. They're going to they're gonna want to make sure their children get educated halfway decent. These fucking people are going to want all this stuff. We're screwed. So they're going to put the fascists back in power. That, 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 that's what happens. Because they don't want you to have labor rights. They don't want you to have rights to your bodily autonomy. They don't want you to have rights to health care. They don't want you to have rights to fucking education. They don't want you to have rights in general. Especially fucking voting rights. Fuck that shit. You can vote. Goddamn, you're a threat. You're a threat to fascism. You are a threat to corporate fascism. Fuck. Especially if you band together and organize, which we're doing. And we should continue to do. We should continue to lean into democracy. Fuck those motherfuckers. Fuck them. Lean into it. Really get with it. Have that strategic outrage. Get fucking pissed off and engage in your ballot. Engage in your democracy. Be a part of the community. They won't stop. They can't stop us if that's what we do. They cannot stop us. There's nothing they can do to stop us. No, even calling for riots. Where are they going to riot? When you go out this November and you take our country back by engaging in your democracy and getting your fellow community members to engage in their democracy, even just bare minimum getting them to vote, but really engaging, making sure they understand what's at stake. Because I think more and more people are waking up to what's at stake. Well, what? where are they going to go to riot? Every county fucking election office? You really think there's enough of these fucking toothless gravy seals to go to county offices and overturn every single election? Fuck no. What, are they going to go to every single secretary of state? Fuck no. There is, there is, there is no one place that they certify all these votes. Like they certify the presidential vote every four years at the Capitol, which is a thing we should do away with. We do not need our Congress and our senators to certify the vote that's already fucking certified. You don't need to do it. If you're going to have the Electoral College, then fine, good. But you don't get to certify the vote at the Capitol. You can do some kind of fucking ceremony where you deliver it to the, the chief justice so they can swear in whoever is on the certification of the ballots. That motherfucker, it, it, whoever we appoint should be able to do enough fucking math on those envelopes to figure out who to fuck one and who to swear in. We don't need the Congress to tell us that they get, they sort of, no, you don't fuck that shit. 
But what are they going to do? What are they going to do in November when these midterms happen? There's no certification in Washington of these votes. There's no certification. The state certify the votes. The counties, the election offices certify the votes. They count them. You really think there's enough of these fucking boneheads to go overturn this election? No. What they're going to try to do, folks, is they're going to try to put the fascist in our government. That is how they want to overturn it. Not with violence. They tried that. That didn't work. That did not fucking work. And it won't work. But they are going to try to make it work inside our government. You just go look at history of the 20s, 30s, and 40s in Nazi Germany. And the way that the the, the fascists came to power in Germany was through the government, not through violence. Their Their coup plot fucking failed. Hitler went to prison and then they let him out was the big problem. And they let him participate in politics. Another big problem. But their attempt to overthrow our government, their attempt to undermine your democracy, you the people, is not through violence. That is just to scare you, to get you to not engage in your democracy. It's to get you to fear that if you engage in democracy that they'll commit violence. Fuck that shit. Fuck them. You have to engage to save it. You better vote while you still got the right. Otherwise, you're going to take that shit away from you. Use it or lose it, baby. So now's the time. Now's the time on a day like today, Labor Day, where it is our country's history for the people, the people to band up and organize and say, fuck, no, you are not going to take advantage of us. We do not have to be have to be grateful for you. You have to be grateful for us. That's what you have to do. We have labor to trade and we're going to trade it at the highest price, bitch, and we're going to organize to do that. Whether you like it or not, that is our right in this democracy. The same thing we should do in November. We have to rise up and engage in our democracy. Stay focused. Stay pissed. Have their strategic outrage towards these MAGA fascists. Because that's what is on the ballot. These MAGA fascists want to take away your way of life. They want to take away your rights. They want to tell you who you can marry, who you can love, who you can fuck, what what schools your children can go to, what church you can go to, whether you can go to church or not. They want to tell you what medical procedures you can get. They want to tell you that they can marry your young little children in Tennessee. They don't care. They want to tell you when you can and cannot live. Whether you're a 35-year-old in Texas who has a dead fetus and can't get a medical procedure to save your life. And you go into septic shock and die. Or a little, a little girl in Florida and force her to carry a baby to term because she's not mature enough to make a decision about her body. But she's damn sure mature enough to carry a baby to full term. Fuck you. It's time. It's time we had enough. Enough of this fucking shit. 
We don't have to listen to these MAGA fascists when it comes to our country. We can reject them now and in the next election and in the next election. And if a Republican Party emerges that isn't a bunch of fucking outright Nazis, then maybe, just maybe, just maybe, just maybe we will let them have a little bit, just a little bit of power in our democracy. But until they prove we have to reject them, no, across the board. If there's an R next to your name, we have to assume you're a fucking MAGA Republican. We have to assume you're a fucking MAGA fascist. We have to assume that you're America first Nazi. And we have to treat you as such. So don't forget to engage in your democracy. On a day like Labor Day, it's a day to reflect on we, the people. It's us. It's our government. Just like the labor production in this country is ours. It's fucking ours. The people who trade the labor. Not the, not the people who pay us for it. It's not their fucking labor. It's ours. Just remember that as we go forward. And as we go forward, support pro-democracy speech everywhere. If you'd like to support this show, we appreciate it here. Support.TonyMichaelsPod.com. The link is down below. It's also in the description. You can also use the QR code there if you'd like to support the show. We appreciate all the support you can give. Rather, it's monetary support or just support watching, listening, sharing this with your family, friends, sharing it on social media, sharing our clips around. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. You're not going to want to miss a single thing here on the Tony Michaels podcast. You can also support us by following us on Twitter at Tony Michaels pod. And you can also download every single episode. Holy moly, you guys are downloading these episodes like crazy. We have so many new listeners, so many new viewers. Thank you to the entire audience. You are why we are here every single weekday. It's you. Without you listening, without you engaging, without you downloading, without you speaking out in the chat, in the comments, sharing it with your family and your friends. We would not, this would not be possible. So it is you. And we thank you on a day like today, on a holiday, for being here with us. Because radio never sleeps, baby. And neither do I. Let's let's go to a break. When we come back, we'll have the shit list roundup right after these messages. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Fellow patriots, what would you do if there was a Trump supporter right in front of you, crying in pain because they have to live under communist tyranny? We know what you would do. You'd reach out and give that true American a hand. Now, here's your chance. For only $50 a day, you can help us help those true Americans recover from Biden's socialist reign of terror. These are those Trump supporters, and this is that moment. Send your donation via Venmo to the real president, Donald J. Trump. It's only $50 a day. Recurring. And it means you'll get these Trump supporters the critical help they so desperately need to survive under this false regime. Please donate now, because those Trump supporters you just saw can't wait another moment. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. We're back to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Oh, 
Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us here on this holiday, Labor Day. Like I said, radio never sleeps. I'm not going to give up. Every single Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific. As long as I can broadcast, we're going to broadcast. I don't care what day it is. Monday through Friday, two full hours every single weekday. Every single weekday on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and also simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. Super, super, super important that you subscribe here on YouTube. You're not going to want to miss a single episode. We got some We got some new merch. Doubt Me merch. Everyone was wanting the Doubt Me merch. Doubt Me. Doubt Me. He's going to get indicted. Doubt Me. I dare you. He's going to get indicted here. So if you want some Doubt Me merch, go to store.dtonymichaels.com. Get your stickers, your shirts, your hoodies, coffee cups. We love coffee here at the Tony Michaels. But I, I like coffee here at the Tony Michaels Podcast. Thank you for joining us today on this Monday, this Labor Day holiday. As all, for all the new listeners out there, we go through the shitless roundup. We go through the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends. And boy, do we have a lot of video from the Nazi rally in Pennsylvania this weekend. Holy moly, do we have a lot of video. I got one I definitely want to show you. It's from the Good Liars, uh, the friends of the show here. They are they are fantastic. Absolutely hilarious. And not only are they hilarious, but they show the hypocrisy and the dumb fuckery of these MAGA fascists. It is incredible. It's great. It's fantastic. I, I, I can't, I can't, I've watched it several times. I can't stop laughing every time I watch it. So we're going to watch the top secret documents video from the Good Liars as well as watch the Cheeto Dust Mobster Grandpa Poopy Pants absolutely go bonkers on stage and pretty much incriminate himself. I also want to get to the Marco Rubio um, video <laughs> about how it's just a storage issue. It's just a storage issue. That's all it is. It's not like he stole cla- classified documents. It's not like he was he was making sure that anyone could see them in his office, having them in his desk drawer. It's not like it's not like there's a bunch of empty folders where the top secret documents are poof gone. He either fucking destroyed them, which is illegal. He either sold them, which is illegal, or or he put them in a casket somewhere, which is also illegal. Come on, man. Storage? Storage my fucking ass. Let's get to the shitless roundup. Let's surf the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends. Let's start the countdown. Shitlist Roundup, where we round up all the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends. This is one of my favorite segments. We do this every single weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, for two full hours, where we go through the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends. We bring you the news. Not like CNN brings you the fucking news. Fucking pieces of shit. That's right. I'll say it. I don't care. I'll say exactly what the words that are on my mind. Fuck CNN. 
fuck them. If they're going to turn and do this stupid Hunter Biden laptop shit, and they're going to act like this guy isn't a fucking fascist, and somehow we're going to both sides the issue, that is not what we fucking do here. We do not both sides the issues. There are not two sides of an issue. There is the pro-democracy side. That is it. That is it. If you don't like that, then you're a fucking fascist. Fuck you. We don't have to fucking placate to their nonsense, to their fascist weirdo nonsense. And let me tell you, there's some fascist fucking weirdos. These manga fascists are fucking weirdos. Holy moly. And they're getting weirder and weirder. And here's why. (laughs) Because his support is dwindling down, right? Like, as people are actually going, he stole what? He did what with top secret documents? He's admitting that he had them? Oh, my God. At first, they were planted, but now he's admitting that they had him. He's even saying that he can just wave his hands and declassify these things. Isn't that dangerous to declassify documents without really considering what documents and what the ramifications to our national security? Just declassifying fucking piles of documents. Even Bill Barr said it. I'm telling you, he's losing support, not gaining it. There's no way in hell, no way in hell. Do you believe that the American people are going to be excited about this guy who stole top secret documents, destroyed them, sold them, whatever the hell he did with them. And then he declassified, he's saying he declassified piles of documents without even knowing what, you know, he didn't know. There's no way the motherfucker knew what was in the boxes. All of it. Now, each piece of it, he knew it had to do with him and it benefited him. I mean, Cash Patel, I believe, was, I mean, that's what we're seeing. The evidence is showing that Cash Patel, he even said he was in the room when he was waving his hands over the doc, his Big Mac stained hands over the documents. The fucking declassifier or whatever the hell they're saying, which is not a thing. It's, it's not a thing. It's not. And even if it was a thing, like Bill Barr said, that fucking fascist is like, whoa, that's a step too far there, Nazi. Even Bill Barr. Was like, nope, way too far, way over the line. Nope. Two, two, two 1930s, 1940s Germany for me. Even Bill Barr. Ooh, and it's not a good look. But it's dwindling down to the weirder and the weirder. And the more devoted MAGA fascist sycophants, these delusional sheep that he has that come to these rallies to make him feel good. I mean, they come from all over the country. I mean, when he went to Pennsylvania, it's not like all the people that went to that fucking rally were from Pennsylvania. Not even close. These people follow him around like a like a fucking like a some sort of fucking cult head of a cult. They're a cult. They're a fucking cult. And it's no more clear. And some of these fucking videos from this rally. Holy actual fuck. Crazy ass shit. So let's get into it. Let's get to the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends here. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the the timeline here. Let's just bring it up here. Um, here is the uh, a couple stories from uh, the Judge News from Kyle Cheney. Here he says Judge Cannon has granted Trump's request for a special master to review the attorney client and executive privilege that uh, Trump was requesting. And she also says her order will not stop the intelligence community review of the records. That is very important. Unclear how that's going to work. So in other words, it's very weird because the special master, when they appoint a special master, 
the actual review of the evidence that they collect stops. Right. And that's what that's what Trump ultimately is trying to do here is trying to stop them from looking at his crimes, the evidence of the crimes he committed. That's literally that's what he's trying to do. He didn't understand that he could have done this, you know, within hours of them showing up at his residence, starting to collect this stuff. He didn't understand that because he's a dumb fuck. His attorneys didn't understand that because they're dumb fucks. They don't know. They have no clue. He does not have anyone representing him that knows anything worth the shit. They do not know their head from their ass. Now, she's granting him a special master, but the confusing part, again, is that the DNI is doing their review of the records. Now, what DNI is doing is they're not... DNI, the Department of National Intelligence, is, is not doing a review of them in a criminal fashion. What the DNI is doing, the intelligence community, that is, they're doing their assessment of what damage he has done and 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 again that's probably going to go into the criminality when the doj reviews the review of what damage he's done so that's going to go into the criminality of it but the dni is not doing a criminal investigation into these records they're trying to do an assessment of our national security and then the national defense information that he put at risk and who he got killed and what happened. Do they now know methods that we have to abandon? Do they now know people who we have to now protect that cannot be out there collecting information to keep us safe and secure? This guy is a piece of fucking shit. And that is what DNI is going to find out. What did this piece of shit do with these records? And what damage was done the way that he handled them and what he did with them? That is really important here. That the judge appointing a special master is not going to stop that review. Because more than anything, I believe that's why the Department of Justice acted the way they did and went and got those records. Because they believed there was damage being done to our national security. There was damage because he had these records or who he gave them to. Or who he was fucking showing them to or gonna show them to. I'm not saying he took... Do- secret documents out of fucking folders, stuffed them in his pocket with the fucking hamburger wrappers, took them up to his little Saudi golf tournament and traded them for the Saudi golf tra- tournament where they paid him buku bucks to have the tournament at Bettminster. You know, where he fucking buried his ex-wife in a ditch. Maybe they ended, some of them ended up in a casket there. I don't know. I guess only time could tell. Or to exhume the grave. <laughs> but we know we know he's in bed with Saudis. And we know that there was payments made to his family members from the Saudis. So who knows? Maybe 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 the uh, documents in those empty folders were worth 2 billion dollars. Maybe we should go to Jared and find out. But here Kyle Cheney is reporting um, that the, Judge Cannon is going to appoint a special master and I actually believe that this is not going to be good. For Trump, like any any time he thinks, oh yeah, this is going to be great, it it doesn't go well for him because when you actually are under criminal investigation, not not impeachment, take that out of your fucking mind, people, or the select committee, those are not criminal investigations, or Tish James in New York, that is not a criminal investigation. Those are civil, those are congressional, okay, and and. 
and now and political. Now these are criminal investigations. That's the most important thing you have to remember is he is under criminal investigation, not congressional investigation, not political investigation, not civil. It is fucking criminal. Um, Kyle's also reporting here. Here are the details of Cannon's orders, which bars DOJ from reviewing the documents for criminal purposes, which is very important. Special master candidates are due September 9th. Trump does not get his documents back yet. So it's not, and that's probably what he's thinking. He's probably fucking posting it over on Fraud Social right now. Why aren't they giving back my documents? They're not your documents, number one. They're not yours. The documents aren't yours. They're ours. They're the United States government. That's why they wanted them back in the first place. That's why NARA wanted them back in the first place. So there, uh, we're watching for two things, he says here. Uh, the DOJ appeal. Uh, is this remotely workable for ODNI? And will the agency as- address it? FBI is part of the intel community. So what Kyle is saying here is because the FBI is part of the DNI and the DNI is doing the investigation and the damage that he does, done, um, and the judge is now barred the DOJ for the time being, which is the FBI, uh, from reviewing the documents for criminal purposes. So until we get a special master on the 9th, which is later on this week, which the candidates will appear, um, the DOJ can't look at this for criminal purposes. So, But the DNI can look at this for in- intelligence purposes to figure out the national security damage that he has done. And I believe that is going to be the sticking point here because that, even though that is going, that's an intelligence review, that intelligence review can turn into criminal evidence against him. So this special master thing is not going to help him. It's number one. It's only he's only going to admit to more crimes here because he can't keep his fucking mouth shut. He can't keep his fucking pie hole shut. And we are I, actually, I'm counting on it. I actually like that dudes over on Fraud Social admitting to federal crimes. Yeah, fine. Fuck him. Let him do it out in the open. Hell to the yeah. Every, he doesn't understand that this is not a political trial. This is not a political trial. It's not a congressional trial. This is a fucking criminal, bitch. This is not civil either, like in New York. You are under criminal investigation is what you are. I don't think he understands this. What do you think, Gabe? You think he understands this? I don't think he understands this. That it's criminal investigations. Yeah. Are we talking about special master right now? Well, we're talking about the special master, but we're also talking about how he doesn't, he keeps yapping and talking and telling on himself because he doesn't understand this is not a civil investigation. It's not a criminal yeah. or a congressional. It is a criminal probe here. And yeah. um, uh, the, the news is here, if, if, uh, just to get you up to speed, if you haven't heard yet, of course, Cannon has, has yeah. appointed the special master, but she's only barring the Department of Justice of doing... Uh, a review of criminal purposes, meaning that the DNI, the intelligence community, still has the ability to review if he did any damage to our national security, which, yeah. again, I'm saying that's not a criminal probe right now. But whatever they turn up, whatever damage he has done and whatever they turn up for the damage again, that can turn into evidence for the criminal investigation. Mm-hmm. It just isn't a criminal probe. Right. Uh, you know, and I also would imagine that the DOJ's they 
I mean, you're looking at a judge who is from the federal society, who is appointed by Trump, who is doing everything she can to make it seem like she's doing she's she's helping Trump. Because I don't think it's going to change the outcome. The outcome is Trump is fucked. And <laughs> well, right. So I mean, so maybe she's just using this as delay tactics, possibly. Is that yeah, maybe? maybe? I mean, I look at it and I say, like, there's not much that really changes here. And from what I've read from other experts that, you know, again, have degrees and aren't part of the uh, the the Trump. Yeah, they're not MAGA right. fascist, you mean? Right, right, right. Someone who actually knows what's going on. Basically, what I've read is. Yeah, it. Like it was to be expected, considering her position and considering her history with with Trump. However, it doesn't change the fact that a special master won't won't really do anything that would indicate other than like would would, would create a different outcome. He's still fucked. He's still not in a good position, but it doesn't actually do anything to benefit him in the long run. Right. So, well, I mean, I mean, other than maybe delay another week or so with the criminal. Yeah. Probe, ma- because yeah. Mueller, she wrote, Allison writes here, I'm breaking as expected because I expected this too. I expected mm-hmm. her to appoint the special master. There was no real reason for her not to, because what's the disadvantage for her or Trump here at this point? Right. And really, honestly, it's going to be a disadvantage eventually. But at first glance, it's like, well, why not? Because a special master, they're awarded special um, um, abilities and powers, but that's it. It's just limited. It's not, mm-hmm. they can't, they can't go beyond the bounds of the law. Right. Um, uh, Trump judge, um, uh, Aline Cannon ignores the law and president and appoints a special master and stops the government's criminal investigation, uh, review of the materials. And I think that's important, but she also goes on to say, but allows the NATSEC or, or the national security risk assessment to continue, which I think is the most important part of this. Um, yeah. She says absolute BS, which it is bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's no, there's no, there's no judge in their right mind that would look at what the DOJ's motion says. Like, look, we already set this stuff aside. Here's the inventory. Here's the shit we set aside. You don't need a special master. And if he wanted one, why the fuck didn't he say something three weeks ago? Like, that's when you get a special master. And if the judge knew her head from her ass, which she clearly doesn't because she's appointed by Trump, Mm -hmm. um, it's not surprising that he would appoint someone who's a fucking idiot to the federal bench and the Republicans would ram them down our throats. Not surprising. But in this respect... She she is going outside of what is what is normal, which, again, Mm -hmm. is not abnormal for someone who's appointed by Trump here. But I don't think this affects the uh, criminal probe. This is not going to stop the DOJ because the DOJ, number one, is going to file an appeal here, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to take it out of this judge's hands. Um, And that's that's the thing I think, you know, may really be the sticking point here is that it delays it long enough for the appeal to come through. And they're like, no, this is not. There's no reason for a special master and the appeal wipes. Right, exactly. Yeah. So like when I look at this, I go, yeah, it doesn't really change it. Even if they got a special master, whatever. Obviously, like the the prevention of a a criminal investigation. Okay. But even if um even the criminal investigation can continue outside of this evidence. Right, right? exactly. So like like, even if you were to give like even if national security is like, oh no, this is criminal then they could proceed that way, right? This is stopping the DOJ from following right now. 
Right. But that from looking, mean, the from, DOJ, from looking and reviewing. Right, right. The and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that the DOJ couldn't come back later once the national security team has gone through to say, like, yeah, this is uh we make a case right now for you to investigate and charge him with this stuff. Then the other part of it is the DOJ. I can imagine the DOJ was like, look, we've got two outcomes that are gonna happen. Either she says, uh, your your uh, your your recent appeal is correct, and go forward with it. Or we are going. I'm going to deny in some regard your appeal. I'm sure they already had that that kind of one or two outcome happening, ready to go. So I would imagine right now their appeal is more or less written. They're just going through to be like, all right, she specifically said this. Now we just have to like bring that are, here. Like, are you saying? Are you saying the Department of Justice is more prepared than Trump's legal team? Is that what you're saying? Look, I'm <laughs> yes, I am. I, I'm just going to tell you right now, it, way more uh, prepared. Are, yeah, yeah. Course, I, I would. Right? Ima- well, they, they, yeah, they've got one, and then they've got two. Their contingency, and they probably have a third contingency plan. And it's one of those things where. You're like, I wouldn't be surprised, especially because like as, as soon as they file a motion on the Trump side, they're like, great, cool. Clap back. Here's the actual appeal. Right. And they go through and they're like, even before I'm sure they even started on it. And they're like, mm, we're going to need more than the 36 pages, which, by the way, they they did 36 or they did 38. I forgot what it was. Well, yeah, yeah. They asked for 40 and they ended up, they ended up being a few page shy of 40. Right. They're like, yeah, we can do that. We don't need the whole 40. Yeah, yeah. We can trash. cut some words here and there. Right. But I mean, like, even then they were like, look, we know we already know it's going to be longer or it right. could be longer uh, because we're addressing each single bullet point of these ridiculous claims. Um, So, yeah, again. You know, from what I've read and from what I've heard, like the special master thing, we already knew that wasn't going to be a big thing because it just goes in to support the idea that like there isn't any there isn't any outcome that would change with the special master. This stopping the DOJ from investigating criminal obviously will be appealed and then we'll have a federal judge that does outside of her because it is crazy. I mean, like you would assume. I mean, and that's the reason why Trump did it, but you would assume that if there was a judge. Mm-hmm. who was appointed to a position mm-hmm. by the person that is being investigated, you would say, mm, got to recuse myself because there's a conflict of interest. This guy got me my job. You would think that that is how a normal person would do it, right? Well, that is how that, you, as a professional would say, like, I'm a, I can't touch this. And that's a good people. point. That's a good point because that's why Judge, Judge Reinhold – um, his decisions hold so squarely is because he's a magistrate. He's appointed right. by the bench. He's not appointed. Right. He's not a political appointment. Mm-hmm. He's appointed by the other judges at the bench to make those decisions where this judge is appointed by Trump. And he drew this judge by luck. Yeah. Right now. I mean, and, and, and the fact that he went to a different court to make, to try to draw a judge that he got. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is, this judge making this decision, this doesn't stop here. There all are appeals and the DOJ, like you said, they're a lot more prepared than and Habba, Bob, and Trusty, mm-hmm. um Trump's attorneys, then and and they've already got this appeal probably damn near 90% written in the first place. Yeah. Because they expect she was gonna make two decisions. She was either gonna do it or not gonna do it. So they kind of have a game plan probably already. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised that by the afternoon that their a- appeal is already filed. Mm-hmm. Um, once they actually do a review of their appeal, 
and they actually take it through a process that they're willing to say, well, this looks like a professional appeal as opposed to written in crown, which is most of the time there. I do. I do wonder if so each at each point when the DOJ has to respond and has to file, um, you know, documentation to say this is what we did or you want it unredacted or unsealed or whatever. Each time those things are, are, are given to the public on the like in, in the court. More and more damning information comes out. So part of me thinks, like, the judge, again, has already seen what I would imagine is probably everything, which I feel like is already kind of shady, that the fact that, again, it's a judge that was appointed by Trump, part of the Federal Society, is looking over this case with Trump, and has seen (laughs) certain things that, you know... I don't know. Well, Not, I, you know, I mean, if, if the judge commits crimes here, then the judge commits crimes. I mean, right, right. But that's something I look at, that can be prosecuted. So I, I look at this and I, I imagine that, uh, that the DOJ might release something in addition, right? To be like, look, you, last mean, time, you mean another nugget? Is that like yeah, the photo you know, and, like, then oh, the, look, and then the like actual this, list of inventory? Two way, you know, mm-hmm. you'd figure. The, the right wing MAGA nuts would love something with 2A in it, but they they released the exhibit 2A. And I mm-hmm. would imagine at this time they could they could release like, oh, this is or uh, this is 1A or this is 2B or whatever it is. Right. Um, I could imagine that they release an additional piece of information, a photo right. or something else from the investigation be like, look. You guys keep trying to drag this out. This was never intended to be a public display of the court. But because you keep challenging, we need to keep showing why this is a big problem. So part of me thinks that they could very well just release another little nugget of information, whether it's a photo or a screenshot or something else. Um, Maybe they could release uh, maybe they could release um, Marco Rubio's dignity. Um, I mean, that would be a thing that they could probably. Well, you'd have to find it first. Well, it's probably in a box down there at Mar-a-Lago. I'm just saying, um, you know, (laughs) this fucking guy. Did you see this video of him talking about this? What an idiot. Who the hell is he trying to fool here? Who are these MAGA fascists trying to fool? This is the same guy. I don't know if you watched some videos this last weekend of Marco Rubio and Lindsey Graham and some of these others ran ball. Be like, he's a con artist. He's the biggest danger to our democracy. The oh, son of a bitch like has no principle. Yeah. Well, yeah, when, yeah. when they were when they were acknowledging the risk right, right. of having this buffoon. Well, this is when they were we all were running our for government. president. Right. Well, and they were all like, we need to say something that separates ourselves from him. And though, you know, they everything they said was true. Right. But as soon as he got the nomination, they got down on their knees and they put their Cheeto dust knee pads on, huh? Yeah. They got ready. And they yeah. said, oh, yeah, no, this this guy's great. He's great. He's going to be a great president. Yeah. He knows how to unite. Never <laughs> divisive. Fascist Doesn't run on hate. <laughs> Does not run on a platform of hate <laughs> and xenophobia. He's great. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Marco. Little yeah. Marco. Yeah. Um, there's another video, Marco, out there really trying his best not to talk about taking away uh, women's bodily autonomy in Florida. Cause there is one, there's one crazy thing about Florida as crazy as you think it is. They are not, they are not for taking women's bodily autonomy away. Yeah. The majority of people in Florida, even if they vote fascist, they don't like having their bodily autonomy at risk. Um, and Marco Rubio and, 
and Ron DeSantis are really trying hard not to talk about abortion. So there's that clip too. But this clip here is specifically about the boxes of top secret documents that the Cheeto dust mobster stole from us and stole from our government and has probably either destroyed them or sold them to somebody. He thinks it's a storage issue. Um, let's listen and I'll rip his ass apart. <laughs> this is really at its core a storage argument that they're making, right? They're arguing there are documents there. They don't deny that he should have access to those documents. What they deny is that they were not properly stored. I don't think a fight over storage of documents is worthy of what they've done. Okay, now this is all fucking nonsense. Okay, and I said it in the first half an hour, this is all fucking nonsense. Here's why. Here's why. He is not... He is not allowed to have those documents. That is all bullshit. Yeah. What what the government is saying is those he is holding those documents in a place that they should not be. Right. This is not an issue of storage. This is an issue of criminality of holding these documents unsecurely. Yeah. And possibly giving them away, destroying them and committing espionage. They this would the, not have well, the Espionage Act if it was if that was the case. Right. Well, this is also the same person and the same group of people. Right now, that at first they said there was nothing there. This was a clear overreach. Right. Uh, this was not he didn't justified. Have he didn't have it. They, there yeah, was nothing even there. They're planted. They were about? planted. Now they say, yeah, he has documents that he shouldn't have because he had. He said out loud on Fraud Social that he had them. Right. Right. He's like, yeah, yeah. But what I had him, I had him in. They they put him out in cartons. Okay. They took him away in cartons, guys. <laughs> but this is the same group. This is the same party that originally said there was nothing there and this was an exaggeration and these people should resign being Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray. Now they say, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine, fine. fine. He had the documents. Okay. He had the documents, but this is a storage issue. This is the same fucking group who went after Hillary Clinton for a storage issue, right, which was storage she issue. stored files on a private server emails that yeah they're like but the emails were on a private server and they came in and it's like yeah well they let them in and they could have whatever they want they took the shit it was fine right you mean you mean she changed the storage of them is that what you're saying yeah yeah is, it was a storage issue she changed the storage. i mean if we're gonna say that this is a storage issue which is i don't know how many thousands of documents in total have gone missing right through all of the different boxes that they collected um and all of the missing empty folder, like missing documents and empty folders, like who knows what was in there and how many documents were in those folders. But they talk about this is just a, this is a just storage issue. That's all it is. You guys are over exaggerating. This is a complete overreach of the DOJ and the rule of law. Just just accept the fact that he misplaced the documents. And that's all it is. Right. You misplaced all the stuff. You lose coins on the couch. Where's the remote control? I don't know. It's somewhere in the in the in the house. We'll find it, right? It's a storage no. issue. Storage. It's a storage Where are you issue. Storing. Where oh, are you, you storing? know what? Where did I put my my face mask? Oh, it's in the back pocket of my pants. It's just a storage issue. That, right. I just misplaced it. Listen, that if is you go back to the remote, all. if you go back yeah. to the remote of the change in the couch, this is like if your friend comes over, your your shitty friend comes over to your house. You don't know why he's your friend. You really yeah. don't know why you even invite this motherfucker in your house. He's such a shit box. Mm -hmm. He he. He sexually molests women. He brags about it. He 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 he's friends with pedo pedophiles. Yeah. He he grifts people. He takes people you know. He takes their money from them and does nothing. Gives nothing. You invite him over your house. You let him on your couch, and he takes your change and your yeah. remote. No, Puts you actually know pocket. what? I let me let me hold on. Let me correct this for you. You don't invite him over. This he is a goddamn no no. This is a play date. Right. Your parents. So like, oh yeah, little little Jimmy can come over. He can come over, and you're like, I don't really like little Jimmy. 
And they're like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. He's just, you know, it'll be fine. He goes, it's no, just mom, Jimmy. he took a shit it's in my closet. Jimmy. And you're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, 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 no. And it's like, fine, fuck it, whatever. He comes over and then he steals the remote control. He steals your goddamn Legos. Like when I was a kid, I had a, I had a play date and this kid stole my goddamn holographic Charizard card. And then was like, oh, I didn't take it. I didn't take it. And then I found out he did take it. Son of a this bitch. is that exact same thing. It is it is a person who is uninvited, right? You didn't want them there. He, they came into the White House. They came into your house. I didn't want them. I didn't approve. Someone else did. And then they come over and they just take what they think is theirs, right? It is a, is a possession of property. Possession of property is not like, in this scenario, nine-tenths of the law does not mean that it's yours, okay? And then when they find out they got your stolen property, it's like, oh, it's just a storage issue. Right. I'm just storing it for him. I want, I didn't actually steal it. Right. I was storing it. I was storing it. Get but that would be the same thing. It's like, you. oh, well, you know, like for the kid who stole my Pokemon card. It's like, oh, well, wait, wait, wait. It was in a case. I just have an empty case right now. Where did the Charizard card go, right? Like, it is that scenario of like, I have the wait, thing what's that was a, holding What's a Charizard it. card? What is this? Charizard? Yeah, I don't know what this Charizard is. Pokemon. It is the holographic. Oh, Pokemon. Because it starts with Charmander. Oh, I God, don't know. Come about on, Pokemon. Man. Yeah, Pokemon. I don't know dude. about Pokemon. Dude, Pokemon. He's going to be, be all up in the, our private text later, but boomer. Don't yeah. know Pokemon. Oh, you fucking, I, don't, I don't know. But Pokemon. this is the same thing. Whatever. It could be a collectible baseball card. A Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan card. Yes. There yeah. you go. We'll go got, Michael yeah, Jordan. Right, okay. Chicago Bulls. Boom. There was a card, which I did have. wasn't stolen. But you Do put you have them a in a case. Card? You have Michael Jordan. No, 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 no. Oh, I, wish, okay. I wish, I wish, I wish. I've got a lot but, of, I've got a lot of good Michael. Of course, they used to be worth a lot way back when. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Well, cards have kind of come back in there. They've actually. Oh, uh, have they? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I am. I trading cards have come back now. But anyway, trading cards. This would be the same thing if the kid took uh, a Michael Jordan card and I had it in a little case that said like, "Oh, here's the you know mint or here's the what it was." It's in a little case, and then I find the case, and he's like, "Well, I just took the case." No, I did not get the card back. I did not. Cynthia asked if no, because when I found out, when I found out the kid who who stole my Pokemon card, he'd already sold it. That motherfucker. Yeah, but this is the same thing, same goddamn thing. Do you think that guy who stole your card votes for Trump? One hundred (laughs) percent. One hundred percent. That's a fucking Trumper right there. That's a fucking fascist. Lived at the end of my block on the corner. He had he had a sister that was in my grade. And so because she had a play date over at our house, he tagged along because he didn't have anyone to hang out with. Then I find out that he stole my fucking card. And then I found out like, hey, this is weird. Like I had it in this one spot and I had shown them to be like, oh, here's my collection. We were playing whatever. He at some point dipped out, took the card, boom, gone. Son of a bitch. That was it. Son of a bitch. Well, I want to show you how much the, speaking of MAGA fascist, did you watch some of these clips from this rally? These fucking weirdos, these fascist weirdos. It is oh, getting is weirder the- <laughs> and weirder. Now this is the, this is the good liars. Um, they're they're incredible. Um, yeah, comedy team and the satire that they do. But this video here only gives you a good idea of exactly how boneheaded these people are and how they have no clue, no clue about what is happening down in Mar-a-Lago. Now, a lot of Americans are waking up and going, ah, this guy's a fucking criminal. Mm-hmm. But still, the the dumbest of the dumbest, the delusional of the delusional, that the ones he really can grift are still just blinded by by their cultness. Well, right. let's watch 
as um, he's passing out top secret documents here. This is hilarious. Hey guys, welcome to the Trump rally. Get free top secret documents just for coming in. Free top secret documents just for walking into the Trump rally. Yeah, he's giving them out to everybody. Oh, take them, take them. It's fine. They're, I'll declassify. They're declassified. Declassified. There. These are the classified documents. Um, let me see if I got one. There. Oh shit. I'm declassifying those. Those are declassified. So we're good. Hey guys, welcome to the Trump. <laughs> this is literally the, the the cult members. This is literally what they think Donald Trump can do. Right. Like, and that that is the craziest part about this whole thing. Is this this is what they're claiming he can do? Is if this right. was Donald Trump, he could just hand these out to anyone he wants. He can declassify it. He could just wave his hand over them, declassify them. And they're not really fully un- fully understanding. Yeah, because again, that's not how the process works. The process right. of declassification involves the party that actually gave them the classification status. You can't just then go around and be like, well, this is, you know, I don't, you know, it, this is not what it's like. Well, okay, guys, 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 it involves the people, like the people who said this should have a say. And they do have a say because there's a protocol that you follow. There's a process, there's a hierarchy of, who needs to be involved? You can't just unilaterally just be like, declassify, declassify, declassify. You've got Carl Rove. You've got uh, uh, Bill, Bill Barr. You've got other people from the Republican Party, people from his administration that are like, yeah, this is not how it works at all. Well, you know, there's someone in the chat saying all you got is empty folders. The problem with that is do you you're you're dumbass, you're fucking sycophant, delusional dumbass, you little cultist, you fucking little MAGA fascist cultist. The problem that you have here is that folder wasn't fucking empty. If you actually think Donald Trump stole top secret folders, if that's really what you think that he stole yeah. them, number 1, that is a crime too. You can't just have what the fuck are you talking about? You can't just steal shit from the government. That is the point here. That's the point. Just because he would declassify something, even if he would declassify something, he still cannot steal it. He still cannot bring it down to Mar-a-Lago. He cannot let other people who don't have security clearances to see the the actual markings of these NDI documents, no Mm. matter the classification, he can't let them see them. He has to protect them. It's his fucking duty. That's the whole point of taking an oath. That's the whole point of being trained on top secret information, confidential information, you fucking little troll. So if you're in the chat here and you're like, oh, empty folders, you are a dumb motherfucker. You are a stupid bastard and you are going to be highly disappointed, highly disappointed. And what is going to happen in the criminal investigation into those empty folders? Because those motherfuckers were not empty to begin with. Because I said in the beginning, if you think, if you think that Donald Trump stole anything that doesn't benefit him personally, you are out of your fucking mind. You're out to lunch. You're lost. There's nothing we can do to get you back. Not a goddamn thing we can say. Not a goddamn thing we can do. You are fucking lost. But he stole these documents. He took these documents, our documents, because they have to do with him. And they have to do with probably shit that he did that is Mm -hmm. classified. And who he could get revenge on that fucking gave information about him. It's all about him. All the pictures he took were of him. All the documents that he stole were because they had to do with him. That's the problem here that you have with your little empty. Oh, he just had empty folders. No, they were empty when they found them. 
That's right. the problem. Because there's there are four there are four possible scenarios, and we were right. chatting about these around the phone. Mm-hmm. One, he had the documents in the folders right. at the White House. Mm-hmm. He got rid of them somewhere. That's a crime. He transported them to Mar-a-Lago. They got lost, lost in transit. That's a crime. He took them down to Mar-a-Lago and then said, I'm going to sell them. I'm going to move them around to someone else. That's a crime. He then said, or it was down in Mar-a-Lago. And then while it was down there and people, random people like Kyle Rittenhouse and his family, Lauren Bober, Marjorie Taylor Greene, any of these other people who go down to fucking kiss his ass had access, not to mention other people that we know have been able to sneak into the grounds of Mar-a-Lago and fake uh, their own identity. And then later on, we find out that these people were either faking to be a Rothschild, faking to be uh, someone else who was a a Chinese spy, right? Mar-a-Lago was not secure. So the fourth possible answer is not only did he try to sell them possibly, but he had them in Mar-a-Lago in his office. Someone had access that should not have had access and stole them. Again, another crime. So any way you look at it, he's not just collecting an empty folder to take an empty folder. Because what does that do? Why would he have a ton of empty folders, right? Like he's not well, gonna maybe he would print out. Maybe he would. Maybe he would print out dick pics and put them in there as a pickup line or some shit. Who knows? Oh god, who knows? But I don't even want to. I don't even want to imagine that scenario. Right. But in either one of those four possible ways, he either lost it before he left, he lost it in transit, he sold it at Mar-a-Lago, or someone stole it from him at Mar-a-Lago. Either way, you, someone on here defending that he just had empty folders, is complete bullshit. Because at any point along the way of those four scenarios, because you have to now tell me. Where the fuck did those documents go if the folders were empty? And either one of those is a fucking crime. That's right. Well, and, 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 and here's the thing. Here's one of the videos that went around. This is got like two and a half million views just on this one video where he's talking about Zuckerberg at his rally. Do you yeah. really want a person who having classified information is laying around everywhere who doesn't even know what fucking week it is? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Or doesn't not only what week it is, but doesn't know what his home is. Well, he is a fucking idiot here. He in this clip, he's talking about Zuckerberg and meeting with Zuckerberg and having Zuckerberg kiss his ass. But he thinks it happened last week at the White House. Right. This is really weird. Listen to this. And then again, I'd hate the. We're gonna have to watch a lot of him talking today. But this is what we got to do. You can't look away. You got to know what this fucking idiot's doing. You remember in the campaign, I used to say, if these people get in, we're going to end up with Venezuela on steroids. I said it many, many times. What the fuck does that even mean? Venezuela? They always try to use that. They go Venezuela, socialist, the economy, this and that. That is not. mm, okay. People should look up the history of Venezuela. (laughs) Right. Because we do not have we don't have the time to go into that today. But they always want Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene. They all use this idea as Venezuela is this evil thing that is what happens when a socialist type of government gets involved and it just crumbles. Well, that's right. But but there's more to it than that. Yeah. The Venezuela thing is because they spread this around on the chans, the four chans and the eight chans. And they spread around a bunch of fucking lies about Venezuela, which is not the truth, which really, honestly, there's a lot of bad shit about Venezuela. But if you're you're going to call us as socialists as Venezuela, you obviously have no fucking clue what socialism is. Like You don't even you're not even in the same universe as facts. Mm -hmm. But I love I love how this is Newsmax's. um. Uh, a broadcast of it. I love how they're pimping 
Trump oh, throughout the whole the thing. <laughs> they when I so I I went through and I watched oh this uh, this broadcast. And right, you're putting together a what was that? On, yeah, there's on, a what was yeah. that that I think will be coming out tomorrow. And okay. I'm breaking down these just absurd things that he talks about. This is obviously one of them. But throughout the whole broadcast, they're selling gold coins. They're selling a book. They're yeah, selling Mike a, Huckabee's groomer book. Yes. There's another guy that has a book. They're selling a 401k on here, what? which is just it's it's insane. Let me see if I can find it. A 401k. Uh, OK, well, let's listen to this while you're looking for that, because I want to get to the Zuckerberg part of this because it's insane. This clip is not that long. Again, it doesn't take very long for his mind to melt on stage in front of the microphone. I never thought it was much of a possibility, but I never knew people could cheat like that. Not like that. I don't know. what Last that week. Last week, last week, last yeah. week, last Remember, week, last week. Now, I don't so know. If they, like, do you think it's possible that they pulled a speech from like three years ago and just stuck it in the teleprompter? Do you think that's a possibility here? It I is thought, a possibility. When I when I saw this clip, I'm like, that's probably what happened, because when you see him, he's riffing and then he goes back to the teleprompter. And that's when he says last week. But let's right. let's listen. Last week. Remember, he said last week. Let, what happened? Last week, Grandpa Poopy Pants. Weirdo. He's a weirdo. It really is funny that this guy, this guy standing in front of hundreds of weirdos, hundreds of weirdos that are yeah. just as weird, if not weirder, because yeah. I'm not debating rather Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah, no, weird. I, I, look, I agree. Weirdo. He is a weirdo. He's a fucking he is weirdo. weirdo. He looks like very much like data from, uh, right. Well, from Star Trek, you put a you put a few American flag shirts on him and put the right kind of hat. This guy definitely fits in the crowd at this rally. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Mark Zuckerberg would fit in really well there, just because he looks creepy. But let's let's listen. Mark Zuckerberg yeah. came to the White House, kissed my ass. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah, he uh, came where? He came. He came to the White House. Okay, so let's break this down a bit. So last week. Last week, the head of, of Facebook, the weirdo Mark Zuckerberg, uh -huh. came to the White House. Yep. Is that even in its in an, in and of itself? Mark Zuckerberg going to the White House in the last week. Is that true? I don't know that there's any evidence that Mark Zuckerberg is. I don't believe that. Uh, just just in that just in that boundaries. That it's right. I mean, the only thing that I remember seeing mm -hmm. is that Mark Zuckerberg went on to Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay, so so that so so Joe Rogan's podcast, not the White House, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, if, if I look okay. at so so let's just let's tick through this here. Yeah. So he came to kiss Trump's ass. Now, maybe just maybe Trump's getting time confused and he means last year, two years ago, something like that. I mean, it would have to be like 19 months ago right. at the very like that is right. 19 months ago is when he literally left office. Right. So it would have had to. I doubt that he. Between the insurrection and Trump getting kicked out of the White House, I doubt he was me, which means it had to be 20 Definitely wasn't last plus week. months. So we're now almost talking two years. Now, let's say, let's smoke this out here. Let's say he misspoke and said, Mar, he meant, he meant the safest right, right. place of, for documents and storage on Earth that has no locks and they're laying around his office and in his desk drawer where Kyle Rittenhouse can get a hold of him. Let's and Saudis and Russian spies, let's say he meant Mar-a-Lago instead of the White House. Okay. Is there any evidence that met Mark Zuckerberg, the weirdo, went to Mar-a-Lago? And by the way, why would Trump invite such a weirdo to Mar-a-Lago within grabbing distance of top-seeker documents? 
I'm I have just, no idea. I'm trying, trying to figure uh, this out because he hasn't been at Mar-a-Lago. Trump has been at Bedminster. So now, okay, so now we got to take that. Maybe he meant Bedminster. And because Bedminster, you remember when he was resident elect, his right, little right. house at Bedminster, it, he kind of makes it like it's like it's a fake. It's like a fake White House. Like if you were going to shoot a movie yeah. and you wanted to shoot, it kind of looks like a fake White House, like a really small one. Mm hmm. And a really, you know, tacky one. But maybe that's what he's thinking. Okay, so as I read this, it's a strange story, Mm -hmm. to recall Mr. Trump's memory, of a 2019 dinner that Mark Zuckerberg and fellow tech billionaire Peter Thiel, which if anyone knows Peter Thiel, you'll know the influence that Peter Thiel has in politics. Uh, So this is, so wait, so you're saying that the last meeting that they can find of uh Trump, a recorded meeting with Trump and Zuckerberg, number one, Peter Thiel is there. Oh, Jesus, this is, yeah, that's gross. But number, number two, it's in 2019. 2019. What do you think they were eating? What do you think they were eating? Big Macs? Uh, Probably. What do you think? Because, because, well, there's another, because there's another part of this video as we keep playing, that's going to be like, what? Like, there's a moment, there's a, there's a. What was that? This is the moment I think. I mean, there's a few moments from this speech where I'm like, what the fuck? But this might be, I believe this is going to be the what was that moment? This clip of Zuckerberg, because it's not only just this of him saying he went out to Mar-a-Lago, but as you play in a moment, there's another moment. There's another bit of his speech about Zuckerberg and Facebook that makes no sense. Right. Well, here's the thing. And here's what I think happened. I actually don't think this guy forgot where he was at. I actually think he is reading off the teleprompter. They wanted to put the Zuckerberg bit that he has done in the past in this speech. They pulled it from prior. I bet if you go back and look and try to find a fucking speech with Mark Zuckerberg talking it, he says almost the exact same shit. And they pulled it just like they fucking did his motions for the fucking judge. And they didn't fucking rewrite it to be current. And it's and it's an old comedy bit that he's trying to do on stage because let's face it, that's what he's trying to do here is is stand up. He's not actually doing policy. He's not actually, you know, giving any kind of intellectual, you know, production here. Mm-hmm. It's only for him and himself and his fucking to stroke his ego. But he I bet if you go back and look, I bet you can find this speech somewhere in 2019 after. Mark Zuckerberg came and visited him with the fucking scumbag Peter Thiel. But let's yeah. listen to the rest of the speech. Sir, I'd love to have dinner. See, there it is. Sir, I'd love to have dinner. Yeah. There it is. I almost bet that's it. Let's listen. Sure, I'd love to have dinner. I'd love to bring my lovely wife. All right, Mark, come on in. Sir, you're number one on Facebook. I'd like to congratulate you. Oh, thank you very much, Mark. I and that is where things don't make sense. Because he's not on Facebook, right? Because he was kicked off of Facebook. He was so banned. He's got a two-year ban. This is yeah. a script from 2019. He's this got is a, a bit. Yes. He's doing a bit from 2019. Because this is when he still had Facebook. Because remember, after the insurrection, right, he was banned. I think he's got a two-year ban on his name. That would mean that he could not be number one because his account is not active. No one could see the account. He is not number one on Facebook. So this is another either moment of this guy talking out of his ass about something he thought legitimately was last week. And he thinks he's still on Facebook or somebody just copy and pasted some section of a script he gave or a speech he gave years ago in either 2019 or 2020. And uh, they just they're like, yeah, fuck it. We'll go with it. And here's the thing. 
No one in that audience stopped to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, Everyone right. in that audience was like, yeah, yeah. woo. No, makes no sense. Makes no sense. Because if you stop and think about it for a moment, you'd be like, wait, he he's not on Facebook. He's he's shit on Facebook. He shits on, on Twitter and talks about how it's all about truth social. Because he also talks about truth social in this speech as well. He's like, who's on truth social? Everyone's left truth. Blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that I almost I almost bet 100 percent doubt me on this. Doubt me on this. Speaking of doubt me, go get your uh, doubt me merch. Um, <laughs> go get your doubt me merch t-shirts stickers coffee mugs because mm-hmm. doubt me on this doubt me on this game i'm telling you this fucking part of his speech is from 2019 they lifted it from a, it's a bit from another speech that they lifted because they wanted to smack facebook and he he here's the story he's mm-hmm. not mentally incapacitated but he is getting less and less help from his staff and yeah. from people who are handling him because they are finding out that this guy is done. He's fucking well, finished. I wonder, I'm trying to remember too, as I go back, cause the speech, the speech was two hours. He stood up there for two fucking hours and talked, <laughs> right? Uh, you think he could do two hours a day? I doubt he could do two hours. No, I don't think so. I, I think, think he did fun. the two hours and he was like, okay, time for nap. Not time for nap. Okay. Yep. Uh, but he'd need a lot of Adderall to do two hours a day. Yeah, well, I'm a sure lot. right beforehand he had his, loads. you know, his Costco-sized bottle of Adderall. But <laughs> when I look at this, uh, there was a moment in the speech where he does talk about Facebook, and he talks about how Facebook. He's like, "Oh, I heard the news about Facebook suppressing the story about you know Hunter Biden and the laptop from hell and blah blah blah." So there's a part of me I'm trying to remember too if those those two points were connected, right? Like when he said one, he brought up the other. And he just like went into some deep, deep crevice. Because I don't know, maybe he's reading off the script or this might be one of the moments where he just like fucking riffs on something. Right. He just takes an old bit that he pulls out of his head. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I mean, here's another little weird. I think this is the weird moment here where he's talking about um, President Xi and Putin. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is really fucking weird. And listen, because they cheer him on so much stuff that you're like, why are they cheering for that? But in this moment, if I'm getting this one correct, in this moment, like it is crickets and it's mm-hmm. kind of fucking funny. Watch. Pierce is smart. You know, a lot of times I'll say somebody's smart and the fake news will go, he called president. She's smart. Yeah, why can, would you stop, you, wait, can, you stop, can you stop that right there? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Cause you just said he was smart. So if you say he's smart in the mainstream media, the fake news says Donald Trump said he's smart. Where is the lie? Right. Where is the lie here? You said Putin was smart. And then the media said Trump said Putin was smart. Right. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing how it's not true. Like, how <laughs> well, is this a lie? It is not such a fucking buffoon. But listen to where he actually leans in to wanting to be a murderous dictator. Mm-hmm. He wants he leans in again. He loves communist China. He fucking loves it. And the yep. reason why he loves it. And you'll hear why here. He rules with an iron fist, 1.5 billion people. Yeah, I'd say he's smart, wouldn't you? What the fuck? So he is smart because, and does he know what rules with an iron fist means? Rules with an iron fist. You know, like that that, makes him smart. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a tyrannical dictator. That is, that is smart. 
This what is not the, the only – like, throughout this speech, he also talks about how he a drug dealer should get the death penalty. Oh, I'm going – I'm going to go to that one. I'm going to go to Jesus. that one. Watch the crowd's reaction here, though, when he when he says this. Watch watch how they are like, what? Watch. Yeah. You say he's smart. So <laughs> – Nothing. Nothing. Just he's like, ah, I got a rebound from that. When right. you say he's smart, they're like, mm, not, not one person in the crowd's mm, like, yeah, yeah, not one. Also because as – it's one of those things where he talks about, he's like, China, right? China. China. He's like, China. he talks about how he's like, China's bad. Like he talks about that, but then he's complimenting the person who's ruling over China with an iron fist. Right. It makes well, no it's sense. Bad. China bad, China, but China, but President Xi good. Right. Right. And that's, that is what they want for this country. They, he wants to be a dictator. He wants to put people in concentration camps like Xi is doing with yeah. Muslims. He wants, they, he wants to be able to control every facet and every part of the economy. They want to have full control over people and what they can and cannot do. They want absolute fascist control and they want to destroy our country, just like China does just like Xi does to China. Now, this is his plan here. Um, we've been doing this war on drug thing for many, many decades since since Richard Nixon, really. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have come to understand that the war on drugs drugs is um fucking stupid. Um, and it wastes a lot of our fucking money. And really, honestly, it is it has delivered us a bunch of fascists inside of our law enforcement, um, and and also filled up our prisons full of uh, men in particular of color mm-hmm. and, and people of color. But here is his plan, Gabe, for drugs. This is it. And in, in is 40 seconds long. Listen to his plan. I'm sure Don Jr. was freaking out when he said this, by the way. But let's listen. They kill 500 people during a lifetime. And I think it's much worse than that. I think that's only what we hear about. It would stop. If you didn't get it down 75, 80, 90 percent from day one, I'd be surprised. And these committees that they set up, it's laughable. It's a horrible thing. We would solve that problem so fast. And I'm calling on Republicans and Democrats. So he wants them to work together, Gabe. Here Mm -hmm. he wants bipartisanship. He loves unity. He loves unity in this respect. Let's listen immediately to institute, to get to Washington and institute the death penalty for drug dealers, you will no longer have a problem. That is not how that works. Of course, they all cheer, but you know what's funny? You know what, um, you know what there is a death penalty for? A crime that a person commit if they, um, if they steal top secret documents and they, and they break the Espionage Act and they Mm -hmm. actually sell or give away our national secrets to foreign actors. Do you know what the, the, um, the penalty for that can be? We've actually, we've actually done that penalty to people in this country just in the last hundred years. Do you know what that penalty is? Uh, prison. Uh, death. Oh death, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, there was a, it is, point, it is I funny don't... how he's projecting here. I just, well, think yeah, there's also projecting. one point I'm pretty sure for treason, you were tar feathered and dragged through the, the town square. Right. Uh, I'm not against that. Yeah, I know that's totally oh, cool. I don't know. I if mean, we don't have a lot exists, of we don't have a but... lot of treason charges in this country, yeah. but I'm just saying if we were to have you treason would, charges you, in the near future, I'm not saying we should rule that out. I actually have... think you could sell tickets to that shit. 
Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you could maybe get 81 million people to to pay for that. You know, Look, <laughs> you talk about reinvesting that. in the right. economy here, right? <laughs> but it is one of those things where you know the guy from the very beginning, from the very beginning of the speech, he was projecting. He was talking about uh, how divisive Biden's speech was. The most, it was so divisive. It was full of hate. The, the first time a sitting president, and it's like, dude, I could I could name a handful of moments while you were president that you gave a hateful and divisive speech. His and first even, one? His first one? No, no, America Carnage? But, America Carnage? No, but that's not even including oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the 2015 to 2016 speeches and rallies where, yes, he comes down the escalator, right out of the gate, xenophobia. Right out of the gate, fucking... Hates brown know, people. Yeah, just hates, hates them. They're hates murderers. Everyone, you know, yeah, drug calls dealers. them drug dealers, rapists, murders. Like, I didn't really appreciate that, but, you know, that's the fucking asshole that he is. But then you go from there, and he's telling, oh, yeah, beat that person up. I think cops should be more aggressive towards uh, towards people who are, like, um, uh, ar- you know, arrested or being dealt with, right? You should right. rough them up, you know? Go go beat that asshole or go that son of a bitch up over there. I'll pay for your legal fees at a rally. You know, you're going to tell me that this guy, like, isn't isn't secretly talking about himself. Like, he has those wants and desires to right. blame someone else. Right. So when out of the gate of this whole speech's rally, he says that the that the hate and uh, and divisive nature of the speech by Biden was unnecessary. It was uncalled for. But within <laughs> within a matter of, I want to say, a couple minutes, he goes right into attacking other people. And then the rest of the speech was an attack on Fetterman. Uh, I'm going to show that. Yeah, yep. it was a, uh, it was an attack toward drug dealers, toward any. Well, I mean, anyone. I mean, the drug dealer comment to me, really, honestly, the drug dealer, which should freak Don Jr. out. He's like, whoa, you're going to do what to my drug dealer? Right. My drug dealers? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What I actually think what Trump is saying is it's an attack on POC, people of color. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's what he's saying is lock, lock, lock black people up. That's yeah. what he's saying. He's saying, um, and not lock them up, but execute them. And because he's I mean, honestly, the, the people who get caught the most is drug dealers who 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 are actually d- thrown into the justice system because of dealing drugs are are black people and people. Right. of color. Well, they're and not think, the higher ups. Right. You know, right, they're not going right. to be people who are because, you know, the people who are running are they might be white, you know, but they've got a They've got a structure where it's, they've got right. the people on the street and they get busted. And maybe those people flip to someone else. But at a certain point, the flipping stops. And you can't get up to the high, like the person at the top of this pyramid that is this uh, this drug cartel or this drug right. gang or whatever it might be. Well, someone says not his on YouTube. He says not his Adderall dealer. Well, oh, don't don't get it yeah. twisted. They they love they love legal drug dealers. Yeah, they yeah. Love legal drug dealers. That's why they love the Sacklers. You think the Sacklers are a bunch of Democrats? Fuck no. No. Fuck no. The Sacklers aren't a bunch of Democrats. Hell no. Republican well, also- MAGA fascist to the core. I mean, part of me thinks that Ronnie Jackson is the one who's writing the scripts for him. It could be. You know, he's that like maybe Whoa. that maybe the special data that he was harboring on January 6th. It was like a stack of Adderall. Right. He uh, goes or or just a stack of scripts where he's like, I'm right. out of here now. Right. Like, I got to I got to save this for I later. Gotta, <laughs> I got to make sure I got to make sure old skinny's got his got right. his Adderall because apparently Ronnie Jackson knows Trump's body better than anyone. Yeah. Melania. Which, which he also talked about at this speech. God, it's so fucking weird, man. This <laughs> well, it's always so the bizarre. same shit. It's always the same shit. Let's listen to this little clip here. In Philadelphia, if you look at Atlanta, 
I have a district attorney in Atlanta. She's after me for a perfect phone call. Yeah, you're under criminal investigation there, too. What the perfect. fuck? Perfect phone call. Perfect phone call. Right. Perfect. <laughs> it was a perfect phone call. It was one of the best, okay? You know, it's like... Do it. Do it again. Do it again. It was a perfect phone call. It was yeah. perfect. It was mm. the perfect. <laughs> it's just... it. You know, people joked about when the Gen 6 committee had released some, some audio or uh, I forget what, what it was, but like, there's so much shit. This there's so the much problem. shit, but then people were making jokes about, he's like, oh, you know, like I made this and it was perfect and da, 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 da. And then you find out that he's either, he's either the audio of him actually saying these things or him actually on stage saying this to a crowd of people. He's like, oh, it was a perfect phone call. There was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, sure. I told him to found about 11,870 votes so that I could win the election. Right. But, I committed a crime on that. Yeah, look, phone call, yeah, and it was like, perfect guys, crime. guys, it's not a big deal. Okay. I asked for, you know, uh, some votes that I didn't have. And it wasn't just a few votes. It was like, which already is a bad thing. It was thousands of votes. It was over 10,000, 11,000. It was votes. the exact amount that he needed to win. Like right. plus, you know, the exact amount plus one, right. what he needed to be Joe Biden. Let's, let's listen to how he describes this perfect criminal phone call. And yet, it's even worse proportionately than Chicago for killing. But the district attorney. What? What does Chicago, the, the murders in Chicago have anything they, to do with this? They phone love call? to bring up Chicago. They well, love this is say- more, this is more of the black people stuff. Yeah. That's what this is. This is more of, oh, look, look, I'm committing white people crime here. Okay. And it's perfectly fine for me because I'm who I am to commit white people crime. I'm going to distract you with with crime that happens in a predominantly black area. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. What, if, what the fuck does that have to do with this? Yeah. What in the fuck does Chicago have to do with you committing election crimes down in Georgia, trying to overturn our democracy? What the fuck? Trump made a phone call yeah. because he was challenging the election. He was trying to overturn it. So they're after yeah. me for a you weren't, you weren't challenging it. You 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 went well beyond challenging it. And that is actually what she's investigating is to prove that you went way over the bounds of right. challenging. Cause that's the that's the um that's an offense that Lindsey Graham is using here. He's like, oh, I was just I was operating with my Senate powers from a totally different state. <laughs> like right. it would be one thing if, if Lindsey Graham was the senator in Georgia. That would be one thing. But the, he is not. He is well, not also the, also checked. When it comes to challenging, if I'm a sitting president, I go, ah, man, you know, I feel like there's something a little wonky about this. Doesn't make sense. You are not supposed to be making the one with the phone call. You, do li- right. you literally do not call the, the <laughs> you do not call the attorney general and be like, hey, go look, I got a big <laughs> problem here. Or you call the secretary, secretary of state, you know, Brad, and you say, hey, look, I need you to find uh, 11,870 votes. You as a sitting president, in no way should be calling to be like, look, I need to win. In order to win, I got to find these votes. Look, I don't know how you do it, but I need you to get me these exact votes. You, I mean, like if anyone was an athlete and where to go, hey, look, referee or some other participant who's watching or regulating the game, I need you to add a couple goals to the score so we win. And they're like, but everyone's watching and we saw you play. You, you should not be. Are you trying to are you trying to bribe me right now? Are you trying to win this game illegally? Because that's what it is. 
He's going right. there and he's trying to manipulate the end result himself for his own race. Right. And he's like, guys, it's a totally, it was totally perfect. It was great. Nothing and he got, was done and he got caught being recorded by the right. person who knew he was going to call and ask him to commit crimes for him. Mm-hmm. Brad Raffersberger knew that Trump was going to call and ask him to commit federal and state crimes on behalf of him. And Brad Raffersberger had to wherewithal at least to record that motherfucker. Let's continue to listen to tiny hands here. Wave them around. Perfect. By the way, perfect. Perfect. Bunker. Perfect. Be perfect. Proud of perfect. Me. Just like the call to you. Look, look at these people. Uh, they're convinced. Look at him. He's like, yeah. uh, they're like, oh, I've heard the tape and it doesn't sound perfect. I mean, I'll still support you because God. I definitely want you to be the king because I'm a cult member. Yeah. But it was not perfect by any means. Look I mean, at look people. at just look at here. We got a OK. We got a guy with Donald Trump giving two middle fingers. We got a guy who's got a camo hat and glasses, but a pin of Trump on his hat. Right. We've got right a woman here. that probably says Trump, but it's bejeweled. Right. <laughs> Uh, we got well, a man. She definitely has her sweater here. Definitely says she's right. Trump. And then we got a guy over here with a Trump hat, twenty twenty four probably. We got a guy down here in a red hat because oh man, red is the color of the devil. Uh, that's well, what Trump said. Hey, that's what Trump said. It, it, right. That's what they're all saying. Is that right. which is like you guys? You guys literally Titanic. have a payment Titanic. platform that's called Win Red. Right. Under that logic, and they that keep would saying mean, Red Wave. Yeah. I mean, like. What the I fuck? just don't understand. They even it. on TikTok, they had that song uh, where it's like, dude, I like the, I forget how it goes. It's, the, it's so it's fucking the Chiefs song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Chiefs song. But it because has, Chiefs colors are red. Right. So they, so but they, they kept used, using that up, you know, through the election and after election about how the song was the fucking anthem for the Republican Party. It was so fucking dumb. But the, here, you got a red hat down here. That's Trump 2024. You got another, you got another two. Uh, no, you got another camo hat. Like, I've never seen, and it's only at Trump rallies. Like, the concentration of pro the candidate gear is insane. It's always with Trump, and people are like, "Oh, we're not a cult. You guys, you guys are sheep." And it's like, dude, you're all wearing the same thing, right? You right. all have some permutation of right. Trump gear: his what, face, what? his name, whatever. And, well, I mean, we see it in like Walter's videos where. Like they, they are such sheep about like their gear that all he has to do is throw on a Trump hat and they believe that mm-hmm. he, uh, that's all you got to do is wear a Trump hat. They are so much ingrained into the cult that as long as you put on a Trump hat, it means that you believe the vile shit. Let's continue here. It was a perfect call. Perfect. The one in Atlanta was a perfect call. That one. That one, not the other ones, just that one, I guess. I don't know. You know, back to the red thing. If you look here, even Newsmax's little um, thing yeah, is, red. is red. All the signs Save behind America, him are red. His uh, fucking yeah. tie is red. Oh, no worry. That's, I literally have that in the, what was that? I go, oh, okay. the guy is, I go, the guy's wearing a red tie in front of a crowd of people wearing red hats, waving red signs. They even have a platform called Win Red. So right. under that logic, that would satanic. mean that it's Satan's money. I guess. I, I mean, I, that's not where I go with it because I'm right. not a fucking fool. But also, can you... The can you that z- a color makes something satanic. Do I? Yeah, I know. Uh, can you zoom in a little bit? There are these two guys that have been... They're like the... Uh, let's see. I, I'll have to do this and then... Uh, you're talking about this one right yeah, up here? Yeah, that guy? They're and Amish. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're Amish. Because it's, I mean, it's Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. But 
if you watch them, they because they they also shift their wherever the camera is, they kind of shift over. But uh, you mean Newsmax or just because each camera is kind each of each camera is a little bit different. Right. So on some of them, they're on his right shoulder. On some of them, they're on his left shoulder. But uh, yeah, those guys, man, they are. I was like, I would never have imagined that Amish people would be pro Trump, but oh, I they guess, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's no there's no more community that. Mm-hmm prohibits people from having rights than a religious community like like the Amish or Mennonites. I mean, they they use their religion to keep their community tight. I mean, that's the thing in this country is you have a right to religion. I mean, that that's what happened to some of the LDS. Um, I forget what the, the compound down in Texas was, but they used their religion as a cult. I mean, that's the reason why. So it's not mm-hmm. surprising that that almost the almost yeah. cult would be part of this cult. I mean, but they throughout the whole thing, I kept once I found him. It was one of those things like once you spot it, you can't unsee it. All right. So you, the whole time I was out. watching the clips and watching the the actual kind of speech, I just was fixated on them in the back to like watching their faces. They're like looking up at what I imagine was a jumbotron. Uh, but they were fixated and they were so happy to be there. And I'm like, man, this feels so weird. Um, so, uh, Regina and a few other people are pointing out that they may be Mennonites and they may be Mennonites. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I've had a lot of experience with, um, the Mennonite community where I'm from. There's a, a very close by, there's a big Mennonite community. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to, we used to run into them in construction and stuff because they have construction crews and things of that nature. Right. So, uh, yes, they could be either Mennonites or the Amish. Um, but a lot of people don't know that there's different sects of, of these, uh, um, you know, Pennsylvania Dutch, whether mm-hmm. it's Amish Mennonites, that sort of thing. But let's let's finish here um, and watch watch as if the Amish switch shoulders. I don't know if they do what Gabe says, but let's see. Perfect call, and yet Atlanta is even worse than Chicago. So that's where he's getting this. Yeah, that's where it ties into Chicago. Mm-hmm. Is he's he's saying, oh, this prosecutor is prosecuting me for committing crime in Atlanta, but Atlanta has worse crime than Chicago. Yep. What? I don't understand what that even fucking means. Really? He's, he's trying to make the argument that these areas that are questioning me legally shouldn't because they don't have their own shit together. It's a mess over there. It's a complete mess. There's so much crime and drug use and this and that and whatever. Why are they focusing on me? What did I do? I did nothing wrong, guys. I made a perfectly good phone call. But they're ignoring the people who are the actual criminals. The people who are – because also in the beginning of the speech, he's talking about, oh, you, everyone, you got nice cars. You like your cars? Well, not for long. Like right out of the gate in, in the first few minutes of the speech outside of like talking about the red lighting of, of Biden's speech and how it was so divisive and hateful, he also talks about how the crime has risen and those people who – have nice cars and like nice cars don't don't expect to have them for long because they're going to be stolen or broken into like it's the fear mongering it's the they're coming for your suburbs and they're gonna they're gonna come after those white suburban moms and and this and that like there's so much crime and it's a spree and this is democrat america and they don't have it under control and the people who are investigating me they can't even do their own uh state or city right because it's a mess over there did you send me a message here that Biden is possibly speaking? Yes. I don't see where he is speaking. Is he He's speaking? speaking right now? It's in it's in Milwaukee. Um, here, I'll give you the I'll give you the thing. 
Yeah, if you got a if you got a if you got a uh, link there, while we're doing that, I want to bring up Dr. Oz was on stage. This is hilarious. And I know people in this audience have been hurt by fentanyl. I believe we can have an economy that helps the American people, but most importantly, I believe in each and every one of you and show should So you. if you hate God fentanyl you. and you want to uh, give drug dealers Make sure to buy this book. Well, yeah, well, the only other thing you do is you give the Sacklers uh, death penalty. Listen to how he says this here, though. Listen. Did you call him Dr. Oz? So we have a great record of endorsement, all of us together. It's very close to 99%. That is not true. That guy, and I'm telling you. Wait, wait, what did he call it? 99%, and I endorse that guy, and I'm. He doesn't even know his name. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't even want to say his name. Do you have this link for the. Okay, here's the white yeah, house. Yeah. And then I also I also want to show this. So earlier I talked about a 401k. What I right. had the real thing, it was pitching a different gold coin, and this is what it was. Trump rally limited offer, get up to ten thousand dollars in precious metals for free. For free with purchase. Text Trump to nine eight nine eight nine eight. Protect oh your God. IRA or 401k from Biden inflation. Get a free kit on gold now. This is, they are using him. They're using Trump's name, and I'm sure he gets a little cut of it. They're using his name to scam people out of money. This well, whole free info gold they are. Kit? You're, you're talking about You're talking about Newsmax in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he gets a cut of this. No yeah, way he doesn't get a cut. Text my name, Trump, to these places to get your gold kit, to get the book, to get this, to get that. It's all one big grift. So he's in Milwaukee. This is the birth of this is the birthplace of unions. Let's listen. Your child shouldn't have to worry about turning on the phone. By the way, this is an, school. this is an actual president saying actual things to actual people. Let's listen. Yeah. Look, it's the biggest investment in America since President Eisenhower's Interstate Highway Act. And we made sure the infrastructure law included significant labor protections. For example, the majority of the funds in law are subject to Davis Bacon. And it's not just because I wanted to help unions. It's simple. You're the best in the world. That's not hyperbole. No, you really, that's not a joke. You really genuinely are. <laughs> you just don't decide you want to be a pipe fitter or an electrician. It takes you four to five years of hard work, the apprenticeships. It's like going to college. You're the best trained workers in the world, and you deserve to be treated that way. And by the way, those of you who know me, no one ever doubts I mean what I say. The problem is I sometimes say all that I mean. Dark Brandon. I made the same comments to the Business Roundtable, to the Chamber of Commerce. They understand it. They don't want to pay it. They understand it, though, because it's true. I also signed the Chip and Science Act, a groundbreaking law. Well, once again, manufacture semiconductor chips that power every day, everything, our smartphones, dishwashers, automobiles. National security stuff right here in America. Guess what? We invented it here. We invented it here in America. How unpatriotic of him. By the way, the mm-hmm. reason why last time out last year inflation was so high. Bunch of idiots. You know the biggest reason? Cost of automobiles. You know why they cost so much? They didn't have the computer chips to make the automobiles. Folks, here in Wisconsin. Senator Baldwin made clear that you're ready to take advantage of this law with with world-class universities 
and a workforce that knows how to manufacture projects here in Wisconsin. This law is going to create tens of thousands of jobs in America, bringing billions of dollars of investment here in America. Well over $100 billion investments in America, revitalizing American manufacturing. You mean Biden actually did what Trump lied that he would do? Hmm. Where is it written? Where is it written that says America can't lead the world in manufacturing? Where does it say that? I want, I want to be clear. If you're watching, Joe Biden's not standing in front of the teleprompter. He's holding the mic and he's talking. For the groundbreaking of a multi-billion dollar semiconductor manufacturing plant. The company is Intel. It's one of the largest investments of the kind ever. They're putting 20 billion in as a start. It's going to create thousands of jobs, thousands, 7,000 construction jobs just building the facilities. 5,000 permanent jobs for blue-collar workers who will make $125,000 a year in those jobs. And by the way, if you take a look, manufacturers all over the world are coming to the United States. He's not reading from, from a prompter here, from by the Japan, way. From all yeah. over the world. Why? You know why the head of the outfit out of Korea told me they're coming here? Because we have the safest environment and the best workers in the world. That's a fact. We do. I'm not just saying this. This is real. Again, he's not getting fed this. He is just saying this. He's walking around talking. Look, folks. It means we're going to build the future in America. With American workers. In American factories. Using American-made products. We need to get some up-close footage of this speech and do more Dark Brandon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something most people don't know, but you guys out there. The $125,000 line? I think that's a good one. 15% of our military become uh, veterans become union workers when they leave the military. 15%. How many veterans out there? Holler out. You got it. Actually... Caring about in helping veterans come back address, from God. serving? I Crazy. put forward what I call the unity agenda, including taking care of our veterans. Look, we have a lot of responsibility, but only one sacred responsibility, not a joke. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart, and I've said it from the first day I entered politics. We have an obligation to equip those we send into harm's way and care for them and their families when they come home, both their families. Especially our veterans have been exposed to toxic burn pits like my son, those pits the size of football fields, eight, nine, ten feet deep in Afghanistan and Iraq. I was in and out of those countries over 35 times in the middle of these wars as vice president. That incinerate wastes of war, tires, poisons, chemicals, jet fuel, so much more. A lot of people like my son had their hoots just probably 300, 500 yards from those pits. You could smell it. You could inhale it. Well, guess what? These poisonous fumes which came, people came home with headaches, numbness, dizziness, cancer. I just signed what's called the PACT Act to take care of these veterans who need medical assistance. And to provide for their families when they are gone. Do you know who voted against it, Gabe? Do you know who voted against it? Republicans. Oh, yep. Yep. The MAGA fascist. 
Well, they don't care. Any anti-Republican? That's what that's or anti-American is what Republicans are. We can do. It's the least. Well, I'd love you too, kiddo. I'm telling you. <laughs> Look, like I said, I believe we have a lot of obligation. We have a lot of obligation. Only one sacred obligation. That's to take care of those vets we send overseas and when they come home. No, I know. I, but I really mean it. And as I said, I just signed in the law a historic Inflation Reduction Act. It wasn't easy take on big drug companies, but we did. I've been fighting them since I got in Congress 180 years ago. <laughs> you know, we pay more for prescription drugs in the United States of America than any major country in the world. I want to here, point out United something States. here as he's talking about okay. this, um, no that he was talking about veterans and how he cares about veterans. And he is genuine about it. And the reason why, Gabe, I think the evidence is there is because he's the only modern president, the only modern president that in the last several since George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Has actually, which has actually had a child who has served in the military. Mm-hmm. That I just want to point that out. Like your senior senator, Ooh. who said, "No, I, I want to say what he said." He said he opposed lowering drug costs because it would result in punishing the pharmaceutical industry. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Not this year. Oh. We beat Farmer this year. Oh, we get that dark brain. Get it. Get it. We got to get a close up on that one. We're going to change people's lives. We beat Big Farmer this year. Finally beat Farmer. Oh, you got to find it. Um, I don't know what. Feed. Now Medicare will have the power to negotiate lower prescription drug prices. We can guarantee. We got to pump no that video senior, up fast. If the audience no knows we've been doing these random videos, two thousand dollars out of pocket line. for their drugs for the entire year, no matter whether the bill is fifty thousand. No more than $2,000, period. You just witnessed Medicare, Dark Brandon live. And you have diabetes, your cost of insulin will be capped at $35. Damn. You know, I think I think the, uh, and by the, the way, lady doing sign language should have the Dark there's Brandon There's a reason eyes. that. You know how much it costs them to make when a package really, when it heightens, for diabetes? Like, 10 you know, bucks. So, so they know that it's Dark Ten. Brandon speaking. Yeah. Any of you have to, you need that insulin or your children need it. You know what it costs. It costs you somewhere between 650 and a thousand bucks a month. It's outrageous. Well, guess what? We also had in this bill of mine, we also had a provision that affected people who weren't on Medicare. But because of the leadership of your senior senator and others, it got defeated. But I'm coming back and getting it. Dark like, I'm not Brandon done. Rises. I'm not done. Dark Brandon rises. I like the dark Brandon thing. Um, yeah. As we wind down here, the show. Uh, can you put the um, about link to this in the chat Imagine for people so they can go watch this video yeah. as we close up here? Because we're going to close up for Labor Day here. If you want to go continue to watch the President of the United States who didn't take off today, just like we did not take off today, it is so important that we spread the message just like he's doing there in Milwaukee. Um, Joe Biden, the most pro-union president in history. The most pro labor president in history simply wrong is in is in Milwaukee uh, yelling and screaming and turning into Dark Brandon. I believe that is the funniest part about the Dark Brandon thing Mm -hmm. is these let's go Brandon Nazis. They really thought they were going to take that and run with it, and we've totally stole it away from them. And they're like, "Oh, you think you're worshiping Biden now? Like, no, we're making fun of you, really. Yeah, like we're making fun of you to show that." 
corporate state. He's world. not sleepy, Joe. More he's not he's not inept. He actually is really Delaware. doing his job. He gets up every in the morning, puts his shoes on, and he just does his job. And that's Dark Brandon. And you guys have no clue that we're actually we're actually mocking you when we call him Dark Brandon or make the Dark Brandon joke. So hopefully we can um get that that clip on a close up game and do a Dark yeah. Brandon for everyone. And put and that out sometime way, soon. So, everyone, thanks for joining us on Labor Day again. Way, if you want, you can go watch look, on the White House's. Uh, did you put the link there in the chat? Yep, I did. Okay, good. So, everyone, the link is in the chat there. If you want to go watch this White House feed and finish watching Joe Biden, you can go. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. So, you don't have to leave YouTube. You can go over to that video um, and, and watch the remainder of this speech. But, everyone, thanks for joining us today. Again, we broadcast every single weekday, Monday through Friday, live on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, and also simulcast from the Midas Touch Facebook page. Happy Labor Day, everyone. Still stay safe until tomorrow. Same time, same place. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head-ass speaking.